Welcome to the Nightcap, your weekly review and preview of Norway Knights football. If you missed this week's action, get the latest news, analysis, and game summary on the weekly Nightcap with me, Joe Smith. Hi, everyone. If you missed the action from Saturday's Week 3 game against Lake Linden Hubble, or you're looking for what to expect in this week's game against Forest Park, Welcome to your weekly nightcap, the only weekly show focused on Norway Knights high school football. I'm Joe Smith, and let's get started. For me, this was a highly anticipated game, knowing the Knights could not afford to lose a second time to the Lakes in three weeks. In week one, the Knights uh, filled an open slot in their schedule with Lake Linden Hubble and ended up opening the season with a 34-54 loss at home to the Lakes. It was a game that started slow for the Knights and ended up exposing some weaknesses in the middle of the defense as the Lakes ran successfully up the middle with not much pushback. With high expectations on the season's outcome, you couldn't help but wonder if Week 3 was going to provide another early season setback or rejuvenate the Knights into playing at the level they know they're capable of playing as they entered the season. So let's go get right to it. It was a beautiful Saturday in Lake Linden and the Norway Knights did look as if they were ready to go. Coach Scott Pop in the pregame show said he felt good about this game and really didn't have the nerves going into it that he thought he might have. It certainly seemed as if his intuition was correct as the Knights took the opening drive down to the one-yard line, and on the 11th play of the drive, it was Wyatt Spade coming in motion from the right, taking the snap from under center, and pushing the line forward for the touchdown. Knights miss a two-point conversion and quickly go up 6-0 at the 7:24 mark of the first quarter. It seemed as though the Knights had something to prove on defense as they made it very clear to Lakeland and Hubble that there would be no running up the middle like in week one. Mission accomplished. The Lakes feeling confident early on went for it on fourth and four from the midfield and the Knights said, not today, stuffing the play well short of the first down and getting the ball back very quickly. The Knights took advantage of the field position and on fourth down and 10 from the 42-yard line, quarterback Cole By sent Spade in motion from the left to right. Spade went down the line of scrimmage where he caught a short pass in the flats, but turned the corner and down the sidelines for more than a first down. It was a 42-yard touchdown pass. Two-point conversion was good, and the Knights are up 14-0 with 3.47 go in the first quarter. The Knights' defense sent the Lakes back to the sidelines after not allowing a first down again. Great plays by Maddox Berklin, Hayden Amundsen, and others early on really had the Lakes scratching their head. The Knights got the ball right back, and two plays later, it was time for Ian Pop to ignite the running game, and he did. He picked up a great block from his pulling guard, Keith Burkar, and sprinted down the middle of the field, 42 yards for the Knights' third TD of the first quarter. Two-point attempt, no good, and the Knights are now leading 20 to nothing, with 1.30 to go in the first quarter. The Lakes did record their first down of the game late in the first quarter, but that's about all they did because on the following play, Maddox Berkland bringing pressure up the middle on Lakes quarterback Danny Marcotte forced an errant throw that ended up being an easy interception for Ian Pop to end the first quarter. On to the second quarter, and things really did slow down in the second. The Knights and Lakes had their share of penalties and slow play, it seemed as if Lakeland and Hubble was shocked and didn't seem to be in much of a hurry to, to do anything at this point, let alone catch up. The Knights weren't done offensively, though, with 1.21 to go in the first half. Ian Pop took the handoff up the middle, bounced it outside and down the far sideline for a 19-yard touchdown run to give the Norway Knights a 28-0 halftime lead. It was a great performance by the Norway Knights in that first half. So here's my weekly halftime thought. When it comes to football and most everything, 
Having a high energy and focus on an outcome typically results in success. Saturday, the Norway Knights came out from start to finish with high energy and focus. They were oozing positivity and true team play. Every tackle seemed to be a team tackle. Every offensive success looked as if it was a team victory. Saturday was not about one player, but the team, and it showed. The intensity was high even down the stretch as you could hear the coaching staff shouting encouragement with just minutes left in the game. It was one gear, high gear, from the start to the final gun, and you could see the difference between the two teams. Congratulations, Knights. You wear it well. Remember, high energy, focus, and that team love has nothing to do with the score, but typically results in a winning score on the field and, of course, always off the field. Let's get to the second half and the third quarter. I expected to see Lake Linden Hubble come out in the second half ready to get themselves back in this one, but it really never happened. They never looked as if they had much urgency to get to the line or get back into this game. The third quarter saw a lot of running plays by the Lakes, but the only result appeared to be on the clock as it quickly ran off with no change in score. Again, some strong defensive plays. Coach Pop brought up Cameron Varda to play on defense, and he made his presence known. Varda's first defensive appearance was a good one, as he had nine total tackles, which was third best on the team. Your score after three quarters, Norway 28, Lake Linden Hubble 0. As we move into the fourth quarter, the Lakes made an early push, getting the ball down to the three-yard line, where quarterback Danny Marcotte was able to take the direct snap up the middle for the first score of the game for Lake Linden, and the only score. Two-point conversion was no good, and the score with 11.55 to go was Norway 28, Lake Linden Hubble 6. Norway was able to get one more score as Ian Pop added to his scoring total. Pop scored his third touchdown with a 21-yard reception from quarterback Cole Bye to give the QB two TD passes on the day and ending this game with a score of 34-6, Norway. Your final statistics on the day. The offense produced 342 total yards with 225 yards on the ground and 117 yards through the air. Quarterback Cole Bye was 9 of 17, passing with two TDs and one interception. Wyatt Spade caught two passes for 52 yards and a TD. Ian Pop had five receptions for 51 yards and a touchdown. It was Alex Ortman being targeted twice by Cole Bye for 14 yards. On the running side, running the ball, it was Ian Pop. He ran for 127 yards and two TDs on 15 carries. Wyatt Spade had 46 yards on eight rushes and a TD. Bryce Adams had three carries for 38 yards, and Andrew Hotamaki carried three times for 14 yards. On defense, the Knights were led by Hayden Amundsen. He had 11 tackles. Maddox Berkland had 10 tackles. And the newbie to the defense this week, Cameron Varda, he had nine tackles. Ian Pop also had one interception. Now let's talk about Thursday night. And what you can expect from the Norway Knights as they play host to the 3-0 Forest Park Trojans. But first, let me tell you about WHTO Radio 106.7 FM The Mountain. Make sure you have 106.7 FM saved in your favorites for quick access to all the Norway Knights football games this season. You can rely on WHTO Radio Sports for all the action. And as I always say, if you don't have access to the FM dial, go to the web and stream the game on whtoradio.com anytime anywhere it's whto radio sports you can count on to make sure you don't miss a play if you want to hear the nightcap every week head over to simplysmith.com click on the nightcap tab 
and get all the latest episodes. You can also go to the podcast section and get your audio-only version here. The Nightcap is available via podcast on most podcast platforms, including Spotify. If you are a Facebook user, please follow my page at Simply Smith. It's all new and it's developing, but get my views and perspective on Norway football at simplysmith.com or on Facebook at Simply Smith. That's simplysmith.com for the nightcap and so much more. Now looking to week four and the surging Forest Park Trojans. It's another big game for the Knights as the Trojans are sitting atop of the division undefeated. Last year's game in Crystal Falls was a beauty as the Knights just held on to win that one. I would expect another good game this year. Home at Romberg Field. The Forest Park Trojans beat Stevenson 60 to nothing in week one. Bessemer 46 to 8 in week two. And last Friday night took care of Munising 22 to 12. Defensively, expect the Trojans to bring a lot of pressure up the middle from their linebackers. They seem to be leaning in on most plays, up on their toes. And that momentum carries them in and typically do a lot of blitzing. That could set up some opportunities, though, for quarterback Cole By to take a half step and throw to the outside, quickly giving his talented receivers a chance to make a quick move on the defender and pick up some meaningful yardage. It also gives a young offensive line a chance to adjust to new looks. The sophomore starting line of Maddox Berkland, Chase Maraska, Keith Burkar, and Carter Cazola seem to be getting stronger every week, and I wouldn't expect that to change this week. Offensively, the Trojans like to mix it up with the run and the pass. On the run, look for the quarterback option as he rolls right and left with his tailback at his side. So Norway will need to stay home and cover that back until the ball is whistled dead. Forest Park also will direct snap to the running backs, as well as set up in a power eye formation. If given time, <coughs> excuse me, if given time, the Trojans will take a shot, throwing it deep, and have had success in the first three weeks with the pass. The keys to the game, in my opinion, for Norway is to keep doing what they've been doing. Offensively, continue to utilize wide spade in a variety of spots, putting him in motion and moving him all over the field. Give the ball to Ian Pop and let him pound it up the middle as he has, oftentimes kicking it from the middle to the outside for big chunks of yard yardage. And on top of that, unleash your all-conference QB at Cole By. Air it out to the sidelines for both Spade and Alex Ortman, who typically can gain a step on most defenders. It's going to be hard for the Trojans to slow this talented Norway offense down on defense. Norway had a great rotation against Lake Linden Hubble as they were totally frustrated by halftime with the lack of production. Every week, this defense seems to be getting better and better and stronger and stronger, and that's just what's needed for the Knights to see continued success. Kickoff will be here soon, and we are going to see if Saturday's game at Lake Linden Hubble is what Norway fans can expect to see weekly or something that we hope the Knights can bring back at some point again this season. Join me Thursday night, Ronberg Field in Norway. Tune into WHTO 106.7 FM, The Mountain. Thursday at 5.45 for the WHTO Radio Sports pregame show. And then it's time for the action at 6 p.m. Don't miss a play of this big contest on 106.7 FM or whtoradio.com. If you happen to miss the game, come right back here to simplysmith.com and I'll bring you the nightcap and give you a preview of the night's week five game home against Gogebek. Thanks, everyone. You're listening to the nightcap with Joe Smith. Put in the effort, put in the time, and live with purpose. Purpose.